The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. And we are live to tape to the W2M Network for the kickoff 2018 year two, bitches. We're back. We survived the whole year. Oh my god, without killing each other. Wait, it gets even better. It's the same four people as the last show. <laughs> oh my god, we won't have random times of different people not being here every week. I am your host. My name is Harry Broadhurst. The voice you just heard, the down since day one co-host, Brandon Biscabing. Down since. Day one-ish. We've been down since. Forgive him. He knows not what he does. The executive producer turned co-host, Eric Watkins. Yeah, it's good that I can turn my machete away from everybody else here and towards my computer. There's a reason why I'm executive producer turned co-host. Hashtag technical difficulties. Yeah, this isn't the first time we've tried to record this episode. I'm sure we'll get into that story later on. And the chairman of the W2M Network, Jason Teasley. Hey, it's not empty this week. <laughs> Woo! Party! <laughs> All right, guys, we have a four-part season preview planned. This will be part one. This is our college football preview edition of the kickoff. In our next editions, just to give everybody listening a heads up as to what to expect here, we will be going through the AFC, the NFC, and then our playoff and year-end awards for the NFL will be our go-home to week one of the regular season. However, this particular episode, we are going to focus explicitly on college football. It will be our predictions for the big Power Five conferences, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, the SEC, the Pac-12. We will give you our conference championship game and conference winners. We will give you our Heisman Trophy winner on this episode. We will predict the team outside of the Power Five that we expect to crash the New Year's Six. And we will give you our four teams that we have making the college football playoff as well as our national champion. I know it's a lot to take in, so let's just get right to it, gentlemen. What do you say? Are you ready for the kickoff, 2018? Let's do it. Woo! No. <laughs> yes! Maybe? Perhaps? Kinda? Sorta-ish? Sure. Yay! All right, I feel like we're going to start Homer, so we might as well go alphabetically here for the conference previews and start the ACC. Eric? (laughs) You you, you know, of all the times that I really didn't want to be right, uh, a a certain little game with a certain team that wears a color red that... uh, Shall remain nameless until I unfortunately have to get to their conference. Um, yeah, prove me right. Um, the good news is Miami, not so much because of getting better. They've gotten a lot of talent. They're taking a bit of a hit at quarterback. 
I'm going to say this first and foremost. I don't 100% like what I see. But compared to everybody else in the division, they have a legitimate case to repeat and get back to the ACC championship game. On the other hand, it's going to shape up to be potentially another two-horse race. I don't think Clemson is going to run away with it or have few challengers as they did in the Atlantic Division the past couple of years. Florida State, especially if Francois can bounce back and be their quarterback, they're unfortunately going to be a, a pain in my side two or three times over the course of the season. And it's because of that to where I wanted to say my Canes could win the conference, but I don't think so. It's going to be another championship game loss. Based upon experience and based upon the stability with Dabo Sweeney and everything, I'm going to have to say Clemson takes it again. <laughs> okay, not opening quite as homer as I thought we might open. <laughs> look, he has in the title game, just not winning it. Yeah, look, I'm the first one to say 58 nothing. We came a long way, but apparently the best we were able to get is 35 to 3. I'm hoping maybe a 21 10 kind of close that gap a bit, but we ain't there yet. Jason, as ACC, excuse me, hit me. Just maybe one more time. Uh, I mean, I'm right there with Eric. I mean, I think I think Clemson's got the – wait, hold on. I don't know if you can hear me. I was using my phone as a bookmark. Uh, Clemson uh, has definitely got the, the edge in the ACC. I think it's going to come down to them in Miami. It's toss-up. I'm actually – I'm going to – Go, I'm going to buck the system. Screw it. I want to buck the system. I want to pick Miami. I want to pick. I want, I'm going to go since Eric didn't be take the homer pick. I'm going to take Miami to win the ACC. I just, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a I'm an old school. I'm an old. I'm an old school Miami Hurricane fan. I was back when they had the when Jesse Armstead played for the Canes, and when they was number. When they was number one and came to Morgantown and got beat, I was that was my very first college football game. So I'm going to go. I'm old school, 19 early 90s Canes fan. So I'm going to take the Canes to win the ACC this year. I can see Eric dancing a little jig. <laughs> You're lucky I'm sitting down, and honestly. If you're right, I'm putting down the first bet of this season. Drink of choice sent to you as a thank you. <laughs> All right, Braden, hit me with the uh, ACC. Un- unfortunately, I am not quite as um, optimistic as uh, Jason is for the Canes. To Eric Chagrin, I'm on the same. I'm on the same level as Eric. I think it'll be Clemson, Miami again this year. With Clemson going over once again, um, I think Florida State will be kind of that thorn in Clemson's side uh, in the Atlantic all year. But uh, I just think Clemson has too much power to to not make it to the championship game and win it all again. 
Eric, I think you guys caught a break in the cold storage. Mm-hmm. Fully admitting we did. And the reason I say that is because the team that was probably going to be your biggest threat in the Coastal Division self-imploded over the course of the last couple of weeks. I refer to the University of North Carolina. Bravo, Tar Heels. Bravo. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, just think. They can hang their hats on the great Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> In the Atlantic Division, it is once again a two-horse race. It is going to be the Clemson Tigers and the Florida State Seminoles. Boston College is not there yet. Louisville's definitely not there now that King Lamar is no longer in town. I absolutely, positively cannot stand that I have to do this. Defeating the Miami Hurricanes in the ACC title game... You're going to book the trend? Are the Florida State Seminoles. Wow. Oh, come on! You couldn't wait ten minutes before you ripped my heart out? <laughs> Wide left. That's all I've got to say about that pick. Wide left. Shouldn't it, be, shouldn't, it be, yeah, shouldn't it be wide right? No, you have wide left, wide right, wide left too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Wide center. <laughs> Cross Sorry. Ball. Sorry, Eric. Oh, I... let's, let's move to the Big Ten, which is technically the Big 14, because apparently <laughs> math is not something that these college professors are fond of. Not in the Midwest, they're not. Or in the Southwest. Okay, in fairness, as somebody who lives in the Midwest, facts. Hey, <laughs> All right, it is the East and the West, and Eric, we once again start with you. Give me your Big Ten title game. Give me your champion. Okay. Now, as you had mentioned with one school pretty much imploding, one of my key teams in the East Division, they have not imploded, but they're going to be going through this pretty much entire season because their issue is not going to go away with a very – dark cloud uh-huh. that is not going to bode well for their team. There's one that's going to finally take advantage. One that has come so close, but that has had either bizarre plays or overtime or something. I think this is the year everybody is going to be on board and everything is going to sink in. My Eastern Division champions... The champions of the West, the Michigan Wolverines. As far as who wins the West, yeah, that team that I mentioned in that game that I don't want to talk about, well, unfortunately, I have to. Because a whole pack of Badgers, <laughs> they really loaded up again on defense and... uh I don't think Nebraska is going to be ready to compete yet. I think they're going to need a year, maybe two. Throw in the fact that you have a lot of non-football schools that happen to have football teams that are, you know, mediocre to above competent on a good day. It's Wisconsin's division to lose. Now, in the 1,000-gallon drum that is Lucas Oil Stadium, 
which, come on, really? Lambeau Field, Soldier Field, Big Ten, step your game up. Climate control. Yeah, I think that's because, for whatever weird reason, even though the Big Ten is supposed to be the, the you know, conference of the cold weather and everything, they... They don't want to play in a snowy environment yeah. for the championship game. Yeah, if the, if the Big 12 could man up and play at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City, the Big 10 can do the same thing, I'm mm-hmm. just saying. But for that game in the climate-controlled stadium and blah, 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 Michigan is not going to take that next step. The success will be there, but it's not going to translate to a championship yet even though they're going to have their key piece upgraded at quarterback. Wisconsin beats Michigan to win the Big Ten. Jason? I can agree with half that matchup, but... Um, I don't the, agree the, with either part of it. I agree well, with nobody half. asked you just right now. <laughs> but my, my team, I agree with the West. I, I, I agree with the West. I think the... Wisconsin Badgers is going to be right there in the West. And I'm going to pick them to win the big 115. <laughs> but the, the East School, the East School, I'm going to, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go with a team that had a dark cloud over their heads once before, has just started to free themselves of this dark cloud and bring prestige back to the university. Oh, you son no. of a bitch. You're about no, to take I am not I am not taking the Ohio State Buckeyes because I wish I they I wish they would all catch gonorrhea from some former <laughs> sorority. Well, oh, super gonorrhea. That exists. I'm, actually, I hope they get ass raped by a gorilla with gonorrhea, okay? <laughs> Fair. But Fair. but my team from the East, I'm going to go with a complete whiteout with Penn State, Nittany Lions. Mm-hmm. With Wisconsin taking the title game. Wow, you, you, you guys would both uh, make my dad very happy by saying Wisconsin's going to win it all. Um, I, well, I'd be happy, okay? <laughs> uh I'm going to preface uh, my predictions with the caveat uh, Eric already talked about, that Urban Meyer is able to somehow keep all of the off-the-field stuff contained to off-the-field and keep, and he's able to keep the locker room in check and keep them focused on football. If he can do that, and it's, it's shocking that I'm apparently going to be the only one to be a realist on this uh, podcast, since I'm normally the one that is destroying college football because of how it's uh, handled. But, money talks, and yeah, I'm Ohio State over Wisconsin, as long as Urban Meyer keeps everything in check in terms of not letting the off-the-field issues overshadow what's going on on the field. Uh, but if he's not able to do that, my second, you know, my second choice for the East is Penn State. And if Penn State were to win, yeah, I'd probably have to say Wisconsin as well. 
Okay, first of all, no bet hedging, homie. <laughs> well, but it's hard to figure that out because, you know, uh, because that is a big question mark right now. Yeah, but even then, it's a big question mark, and this is n- that's why I had to say it's not going away anytime soon. Uh, even if Urban Meyer keeps his job through this whole mess, it's still going to be a dark cloud hanging over Ohio State season. Oh, yes, exactly. of course, but it, if Urban Meyer can keep the team itself focused on football and not worried about the off-the-field stuff, this team is definitely the favorite to win the Big Ten. Well, I would make the argument that he's proven that he can keep the team focused exactly. on the field because let's not forget that he took that 2006-2008 Florida team to national titles and just look at some of the characters that were on that Gator squad. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, yes, the, o- Ohio State's the, winning the Big racist Ten Racist and a murderer walked into a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that, Eric? A priest, a racist, and a murderer walked into a bar. <laughs> well... Uh, my bad. That was just a recruiting class from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and the chairman with the punchline. <laughs> it's it's okay. When you guys are on the outside sniffing in the uh, Big 12, once again, Jason, we'll see who gets the last laugh this season. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the Big 12. All right. Let's instead, let's go to my picks for the Big 10, even though one of them has already been stepped on. Thanks, Jason. Hey. I have hey, made it. Nope. I have should, made you, it. Should, you should be used to coming second to me. I have made it no <laughs> secret that my favorite college, my favorite college football team is the Florida Gators. What I haven't exactly talked about on the show is who my second favorite college football team is. That would be the Penn State Nittany Lions. I was up on the campus of Penn State earlier this summer. I went through State College on my way to visit family in York, Pennsylvania. There is a noticeable buzz about this team on the campus at Penn State. And this is a Penn State team that, despite losing the best player in the NFL draft this past year, congratulations, Giants, don't sake one up. (laughs) They still have arguably – and this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, the best player in college football going into this season in their starting quarterback, Trace McSorley. The Nittany Lions win the East. Eric, Brandon, Jason, you all picked Wisconsin to win the West. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that theory. Iowa City is an absolute god-awful place to go and have to play a big game. Wisconsin at Iowa this year. The Badgers don't survive that. The Hawkeyes win the Big Ten West. Wow. Your, Your Big Ten champions are the Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I can do that one. Uh, that no. one's. Uh... I I can make a good case for them making the title game, but again, in the Big Ten, defense wins championships. 
I think Wisconsin is just going to have that much more talent, and especially without someone where even though he wasn't used really as a bell cow, without Saquon, that's a different offense, and you're losing a major boost on special teams. I think Wisconsin is a good team enough that can pounce on something like that. Eric, this one's going to be a little bit different because they don't have divisions. It is a 10-team full-on round robin where the top two teams meet for the conference titles. We move to the Big 12. As much as I'm 50-50 about this team, dating back from history and just, again, being one of those general pains, being put in a position in a national championship game where they shouldn't have been, et cetera, et cetera. They did lose a big player, but having seen Baker Mayfield's backup and a guy who was essentially slated to be the number one man down in Norman, I honestly think Oklahoma can be at least as good, if not even slightly better, especially on offense. Because let's face it, most of the times in the Big 12, like in the Pac-12, you can get into some good shootouts. Oh, yeah, nobody plays defense in the Big 12. No, I have them winning it. As far as who they're going to beat in that title game, I think, just like I say, the team, the coach that's adjusting in Nebraska needs either, I think. What? what? I Who's think... clapping? <laughs> that, that would be Jason. That's Jason. Uh, Hold your horses, homie. Continue, Eric. Yeah, because you might hate me. Hold your applause because um, as much as I feel good about West Virginia, I think the eyes of Texas are going to pee upon everybody. I think they're going to nip West Virginia and take second spot and get to that Big 12 title game only to lose in what will be a rematch of the Red River shootout. All right, Jason, go ahead and try to tell me about West Virginia winning the Big 12 this year. I'd love to hear Oh, I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. No, I think what's going to happen is the number one quarterback in the nation is going to lead West Virginia undefeated into the November 23rd matchup with Oklahoma. Yes, I said the number one quarterback in the nation. Uh huh. Assuming he cannot pop for steroids again, sure. He is going to lead West Virginia, my beloved West Virginia Mountaineers, undefeated November 23rd at Morgantown, which I will be at the game against the Oklahoma Sooners. How, how many couches get burned following that? Let's just let's just put it to you this way: um, all the furniture stores have declared bankruptcy for the twenty fourth. <laughs> um, but it will be an undefeated Oklahoma team matched up against the undefeated Mountaineers. 
Oklahoma takes game one. But in the rematch for the title, West Virginia pulls out the Quinn and goes on to take their spot as Big 12 champion. You're welcome. <laughs> Brandon? <laughs> well, we all have one team uh, the uh, same in the championship game. We all have Oklahoma. I think, uh, unless Harry's going to be the odd man out, I think we all can agree that Oklahoma is getting to the championship game once again for the Big 12. But we all differ on the other team. I'm saying TCU is going to make it to the championship game. <laughs> I stole your thunder. Uh, and But... Oh, I think uh, I I have to agree with Eric. Uh, Oklahoma will uh, win once again this year and be Big 12 champion. There are people all over College Station in Texas that are kicking themselves that the Aggies let Kyler Murray walk. Those same people in Norman will be rejoicing when Kyler Murray proves that he's not just as good as Baker Mayfield, but better, and the Oklahoma Sooners win the Big 12, defeating the Texas Christian Horn Frogs. Brandon, I hate you. <laughs> I, I hate all of you. And, and I'm just going to go on the record. West Virginia wins the Big 12. All of you owe me a drink. <laughs> Do you? Okay. So if West Virginia and Miami win, I'll be sending you two. Got it. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you. I, okay. Have y'all have y'all not learned Ginger Domus is hardly ever wrong? Emphasis oh, on hardly ever. Yeah. There, there, well, I mean, there, there's that little bit reasonable doubt is what they would call that in a courtroom. Okay, I'm 99.9% right. Nobody's perfect. Well, you're better than the previous co-host. <laughs> well, the, the previous co-host would just say, hey, chair, what's up? Uh, uh, see, oh. even the chair agrees with me. The oh, chair actually oh, says or say something ridiculous. Or, or say something ridiculous that actually turned out to be right, like how UCF would actually be good. Actually, actually the chair the chair has picked Iowa State versus Texas Tech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go west, young men, and out to the Pac-12. Eric? Uh, this is a one to where... This is, could potentially be a very tasty matchup, but it might not mean a hill of beans for the playoff, as well you do. Especially when you go up north. Everybody's going to be talking about Oregon this, Oregon that, blah, 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 blah. But one team that has emerged more and more, and I think is really going to continue to stake their claim, Washington. I don't know what you it is. Motherfucker. What I don't know what it is in Seattle. Hey. Maybe they've got the weed straightened out. Maybe something in the water. Maybe some sort of transmissions that they're getting via the space needle. But hey, the Huskies have become a very, very dangerous team. And for once, I'm actually going to make a bit of a prediction. 
it would be considered a mild upset, especially because you've got the one team that's going to stay dominant in the Pac-12 South and USC, one team that will emerge on a path towards potential dominance in UCLA now that Chip Kelly's there. But I see for this year, USC getting the win, propelling themselves to Santa Clara, where they lose to the dogs. Washington, Pac-12 champions. I have to agree with Eric. I have to agree with Eric. I I had Washington. I've heard a lot of good things coming out of Washington. The only thing that I see that's going to give Washington any problems is going to be Stanford. Mm -hmm. And and Stanford's going to be really relying on Bryce Love, his health. um, I mean, that team revolves 1,000% around his health. Uh, He goes down. Stanford doesn't really have anybody as an impact player that can step up in that offense. So I'm going to go with Washington winning the the championship over USC. I mean, um, I mean, me and Eric can finally agree on some. He, he's come back and won some favor in my eyes. So. Aww. <laughs> you, you, you know I can't stay away from too long. I wish I had a with you. I hate I hate to break up this mutual admiration society, but Brandon, uh, I'm completely on the same side as Jason USC or Washington over USC in the championship game. But one game I will say, uh, one game that will be very interesting to watch. Actually, I'm not sure if they play or not. Uh, you guys would know better than I would. Does you does UCLA play Oregon at all this year? Uh, they do November third in that, Oregon. That's gonna be a very interesting game with Chip Kelly coming back to uh, ooh, ooh. to Austin Stadium. I hope that's going to be at least an ESPN game and not Pac-12 Network because if I would it think is, so. in a watch. <laughs> I. I would imagine that would probably be a game on the deuce. Yeah, I would assume that it would be a game that would be uh, like the late, the late game of the night. The late, win- the late window on ESPN yeah. two is my guest. Hey, Pac twelve after dark. I can watch some good football and be drunk and or other <laughs> things. I'll take it. <laughs> you know, you mentioned you mentioned Bryce Love by name, Jason. The thing is, is Bryce Love is not even the biggest running threat in the Pac-12 right now. And he certainly wasn't the biggest running threat in the Pac-12 last year. That distinction would go to a quarterback from Arizona named Khalil Tate. Oh, yeah, but... mm. The thing about that is, though, is that the teams at the end of the season figured out Khalil Tate. Yeah. His division figured out Khalil Tate. You guys all seem so gung-ho about USC winning the South. I don't see it. Because there is... You're not going to say what I think you're going to say, are you? Because there is a team on the Great Salt Lake that has other opinions of this. Oh. Wow. 
Uh, wow, that's a stretch. I, I was, the only other team I was considering putting in the in the south was Stanford. Stanford's in the north, but thanks for Oh, playing. wait, you're right. Never mind. Sorry, my bad. I agree with you guys on Washington out of the north. I think Stanford's good, but Jake Browning is better than Bryce Love. And I would much rather have my all-conference quarterback returning than a running back who, let's be honest, last year was kind of a disappointment. Not, not to mention he's got ideas beyond football that more power to him. I would really love to see Bryce Love pursue because, hey, NFL, eh, iffy, but you're doing all this with advanced degrees and being a doctor and all this and that. Go for that. <laughs> I will make it four for four on our champion of the Pac-12, though, as the Washington Huskies defeat the Utah Utes to win the Pac-12 conference. Now, I know you guys hate when I say this, but the facts remain the facts. Let's go to the best conference in college football. Let's go to the SEC. Only because of the system. Yeah. Oh, trust me. From some of the harebrained schemes that I've seen on YouTube, I think there's a couple that could actually work. And I will say this. There's that window between 2023 and 2026. You've got the CFP contract that's going to be up for grabs. And TV network deals expire. Expect some shuffling. But for now, can, can I start by uh, giving a certain player, a certain quarterback, just a teeny bit of advice? Jalen Hurts. Transfer. Yes. Take advantage of the new rules where you can play up to four games. For the love of God, Coral Gables is a beautiful place. Oh, boy. The campus is so gorgeous. Fun, sun, beaches. You still got an SEC coach in Mark Richt. Come on. Just come on down. It's a few hours south. Hell, you're right near the Florida border in Tuscaloosa anyway. Just a quick flight. Let Tua do his thing. Come on. Prove me wrong and win yourself a conference and help get into the playoff and set yourself up for getting revenge. I like revenge. I know you do too. Jalen, just it's right there. Right there. Come on. Come on down. You're going to love it. Trust me. No need to worry about Nick Saban or any other competition. You'll be the man. And you look good in orange. I can help tip you out. You've got a great... Anyway. <laughs> Alas. Aside from that, Jalen, you know what to do. At Squid Sports Head, slide into my DMs. We can talk. <laughs> I'm available. But... Can I get a moment of reality here? How is this championship game going to be anything but 
another rematch of Alabama, Georgia. And another flying Hawaiian lefty throwing it up and down the field to where Saban wins another SEC title. I'm like, my God, it just, just, sometimes it's just not even fair, but in some ways it is because I don't know if anybody else is really caught up yet. Jason? Uh, I, I hate Alabama. I wish the school would burn to the ground. Um, I hate the SEC because of all the homers on ESPN. Uh, I hate, even though Nick Saban's from West Virginia, I, I just dislike him. I don't hate him because he is from West Virginia. I just strongly dislike him. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, I could give less than them about the SEC, but I, I actually think it's going to be Georgia over Bama in the SEC title game. Uh, I hope that Nick Saban's bus crashes and like he gets third degree burns on his, like <laughs> half his body. Okay. And, um, J- J- Jason, Jason. I, 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 hope, I hope he becomes, I hope he gets castrated by the fire. Don't <laughs> uh, okay. J- Jason, <laughs> Jason. Burn a timeout. What if I were to present this scenario, a little bit of a dream for you? Say he goes ahead and he breaks the Bears record, gets another national title. He's comfortable. He decides, you know what? I'm nearing the end. I know my time as a coach is done. I've made so much history at Alabama. But what if he, in his infinite wisdom, decides... Hey, Mountaineers, country roads, take me home. Well, that's, then, then, then we would take him to Ruby Memorial Hospital. We get a skin graft for his ball sack. We kill him <laughs> up real nice and put him on the sideline. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he were to do that for you and actually lead you to a Big 12 title and maybe then some, then would you not, you know, would that change your mind at all? I don't know. I mean, honestly, like I said, I, 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 I would be, I would spearhead the um, research to get a skin graft for his ball sacks that that pastor is on. Um, then, um, you know, I, I would, I would, I would think about taking him back. I mean, I, I would, I would be okay with that, but you know. I mean, he might, might look like um, Pyro Pete from Shameless, but that's okay. We can we can work with that. They we have a nice burn center here in, in Charleston and in Morgantown, and Morgantown's not too far from Pittsburgh Burn Center, so we can work with that. We can <laughs> we we can get him good skin grass. We can get him a, a, a nice wig from the hair he burns off. We Check please. So. I'm officially done with this conversation, Brandon. Um, yeah, I, I don't think anyone will disagree. Um, I just, I, I just do not care at all at this point. People complain about the Patriots all the time. The Patriots have nothing on the BS that is the SEC. It's the same thing every single year. <sighs> Well, how about you give me a 
about you give me a prediction anyway? Uh, I just did. It's going to be the same thing as what happened last year. Alabama, Georgia, Alabama so, wins. Uh, that well, is actually not well, what happened well, in the SEC last okay. year. Yes. This time, Alabama wins. Uh, again, not what happened in the SEC last year. Although, I am predicting a repeat of last year's SEC title game. Eric, correct me if I'm wrong here, but isn't there an old province that says if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks? Old proverb, but yes. That is Uh, Close enough. Alabama has Tua Toya Tula Yeah, I'm out. (laughs) Tap. And Jalen Hurts. Auburn, on the other hand, Uh has Jared Stidham, Uh, who is the leader of the Tigers, who, might I add, beat Bama last year. Yet still they didn't make beat. the playoffs. That's because they and, lost to Georgia SC title game. And, and got and then proceeded to get stomped by uh the real national champions. Oh, don't start that shit. Oh, Hold we're on. getting we'll to get, it. Don't we'll, we'll get there, but quit quit spewing on my predictions right now. Auburn wins the West. It physically pains me to utter these words as a Florida Gator fan. But you know it's true. The SEC East champion, Georgia Bulldogs. How about them dogs? We're not there yet. You make Tony Schiavone happy. We'll get there. And trust me, if there is anybody that can turn around the cluster fuck that was Gainesville last year, it's Dan Mullen. But this Georgia team is too talented with all of the pieces that they have back from last year's national finalists, including Jake from State Farm, Jake Fromm. (laughs) Stidham, Stidham, Fromm, too, in the SEC title game. And it goes to the Tigers. (laughs) Oh, I, uh, mm, mm, mm. maybe because if it's an even-numbered year, maybe, but where is the Iron Bowl this year? That hasn't stopped Auburn before. My sink. <laughs> You're picking West Virginia to win the Big 12. What the hell do you know? <laughs> I know football. Uh-huh. We'll see about see, that one. See, see, oh, see, see I, the Super Bowl predictions that I made. Oh, oh I God. can't wait to look back on these predictions later on in the year and see just how wrong you were, Jason. <laughs> uh, and if I if I'll be man enough, if I'm wrong, I'll own it. But if you're wrong, you'll never live it down. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I'll be the first person to say that I'm probably the one with the no. biggest set of brass ones on this show with my prediction. We, we have to most go. Of, you have most to go of back these guys and li- have gone talk. Go ahead, Brandon. You, you have to go back and listen to ours from last year to see how bad we got it last year. Nah, but then I'd have to listen to a chair, and I don't think I want to <laughs> do that. Just skip yeah. the chair. 
Wait, how's it pronounced? Tago Vailoa. Akuna Matata. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. Playing quarterback all of these days. Anywho. <laughs> Hey, better than Kaipo Noah Kahehaku and Hata, try saying that when you're drunk. How about that? Say, how try saying that when you're sober? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anywho, all right. So that'll officially give you our conference predictions. Who do we have in our final four? That's still to come. Uh. Let's instead now go to our New Year's Six Crasher. All right, Bisco, get it over with. Does it really matter? I mean, come on. Does it really matter? No, but still, we have to do one anyway. I, I know this, but the the new era of Boise State will do it yet again. The true national championship of... Or the true national champion of 2018 will once again crash the crash the uh the champagne party of, of the big boys and say screw you NCAA for not having some balls make a real tournament or college football will never be legitimate once again UCF makes it in gets in the top in into a new year's bowl gets scrubbed out of the chant of the "Quote unquote playoffs," and uh, playoffs, and, and once we're talking again, about playoffs. Yeah, we're pl- we're talking about fake playoffs, Tony Dungy. And uh, once again, wins a New Year's Six bowl, and hopefully, I doubt it, but hopefully, it kind of gets the ball moving yet again of maybe getting a fair system in place finally in college football. Okay. A Jim Mora Jr. Okay, right. That was Jim Moore that did that. You're right. B, you're going to feel real special when they get smacked around by Pittsburgh. (laughs) Uh, No. No. Don't underestimate the Panthers. How'd that work out for you last year, Eric? I I know this, but... Hey, 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 yeah. Um, wait, wasn't Nathan Peterman on that team? (laughs) No, he was not, because he was drafted by Buffalo last year, not this draft. Oh, good, because I'm about to say, yeah, hasn't he thrown a few more interceptions? He's your problem now. <laughs> Actually, he looked pretty good in his preseason opener. Which was a shocker. Or there. Yeah, he looked You're pretty good in his preseason. Yeah, he only threw what? Didn't throw an interception all of last preseason. Then he played against San Diego. Los yeah, Angeles. then he only threw two threw uh, two passes in the whole entire season in playoffs, and both of them were picks. All right, back <laughs> to the predictions here. So Brandon's going UCF. Eric, where do you fall here? Who's your New Year's Six crasher? I'm actually going to go the opposite end of I-4, a team that really played UCF tough. I think no stop oh, loss. They're not going to have that same magic. I think that USF is actually going to be a team on the rise. And without Charlie Strong got that program going, they, they've been way up there before. Even when they were quarterbacked by the mighty Matt Grothy, they got to number two in the nation. It wouldn't surprise me to see 
The Bulls do what the Knights did, make a run, get to a bowl game, and then sadly, you know, get it handed to them. Um, but wait, never, wait, wait. Never, How'd that work? How'd that work last year? <laughs> yeah, yeah, technically the Knights beat Auburn last year, actually. <laughs> yeah, the Knights put a beating on Auburn. They beat them by seven. Let's not get hyperbolic okay. here. And, and then Brandon never fear from what the coaches at the places like Big Ten Media Day have said at favoring expanding the playoff to what some may say harebrained, but I would say legitimate ideas of getting the power four and turning that into the power seven, time will come. All right, so we have one vote for Central Florida, one vote for South Florida. Jason, I do believe you said your team falls in the American Athletic as well. Yeah, mine's, mine's deep in the heart of Texas, the Houston Cougars. Okay. I think they, they've got two early tests uh, with a very <laughs> nice upcoming Arizona team that's going to be the second game of the season at home. Then right after that, they go on the road against Texas Tech. Uh, they they have to figure out how to win the close games. They lost, I think it was like four games by six points or less. But I think that um, they'll be a fun team to watch. And uh, if, they could, if they can weather those two early, early games against you know, power conference opponents, they could quickly move up the ranks and open some people's eyes. So, yes, I'm going Houston Cougars. You know, it's, has spoken. it's funny that you pick Houston because two years ago, that pick would have been <coughs> even more special <laughs> given the fact that they had the seasoning opening match with Oklahoma and they beat the Sooners. So Houston's not a bad selection at all. I, I do find it ironic that all three of you fall into the American athletic. And basically, while I agree with Brandon to an extent that I think the American does not get enough credit for what it is, it is easily the best of the rest in college football. It's what the Big East became once the Big East was no more in football. Uh, I remember the days of the Big East. But I will say... Me too. What were the words that you just used, Brandon? The new era Boise State? Yes. You know who the old era Boise State is? Boise State? Boise State! The best team in the Mountain West. And it's Uh, not close this year. Yeah. State was the only team that was challenging Boise State out in the West, and they lost Rashard Penny. They are going way down this year because in a smaller conference, a superstar like a Rashad Penny makes a huge difference. The Broncos become Cinderella once again and crash the NY6. One minor beef, though. Does anybody find it weird that Navy is in the American Athletic West and Cincinnati is in the East? Conferences do not make sense anymore. That's that's fair. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> it, it, it's I one mean, of those things I, I mean, where... 
I mean, if you're going geographically, you could make the same point about how um, Arkansas is in the east, or not Arkansas, um, uh, LS, wait, I know there's one, like, uh, Missouri, Missouri, yeah, Missouri is in the east, whereas there's a bunch of teams that are further east to them that are in the west. Well, that's because Missouri was a late joiner in the SEC, though. I, I can't really fault them. It was the way the divisions lined up. True. Because yeah, Texas, Texas say, go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just going to say, because they came in with Texas A&M, yeah. they had to balance the divisions, and they took the easy way out, putting A&M in the west, Missouri in the east. Mm-hmm. I would hope that at some point they try to fix that, too, but... You've got your Alabama schools that were kind of duking that out because they were thinking one of them would have had to swap. So, mm-hmm. my biggest complaint of conferences is how Maryland gets and, in the Big Ten and, and, West, and Rutgers and, and West Virginia. Yeah, and West Virginia, who is a perfect fit for the Big Ten, ends up in the Big Twelve. Well, DC I, market. Uh, yeah, the, it, it's all about markets now, and this is why I've said I, I want the NCAA to finally get off their butts and do something, and actually, even if you have some sort of restriction of, like, you know, size or prestige or what have you, to where only, you know, a certain level of school can make it into one of the bigger conferences realign all these conferences to where it actually makes sense geographically like it used to. Oh, well, I mean, if you would have thought about it, look at it. I mean, West Virginia has a built-in, would have had a built-in rivalry that they could have renewed with Penn State, Mm -hmm. Ohio State. The Michigan rivalry would have been nice, you know, considering what happened between West Virginia and Michigan. We don't talk about that, Jason. It's okay. We suppress those memories. <laughs> Buck and Rich Rodriguez. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and, I mean, you had built-in rivalries. And I think the uh, Purdue-West Virginia game would have been nice. It's, But, yeah, no, let's just send this out to the Big 12. And uh, I mean, I would have been happy to go to the SEC. Or the, or the ACC. ACC. The ACC would make the most sense for West Virginia on so many different yeah. levels. Not to mention I mean, all the previous Big East rivalries that West Virginia they, would have exactly. had. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and the ACC is so more well. of a uh, basketball conference, and West Virginia would fit right in in there. Yeah, but, you know, that happens. Oh, well, God. I, I got a chub just thinking of West Virginia – Playing Duke. <laughs> well, like I like I said, and I'm going to send this video once we're done. You're going to think it's nuts. The last video you sent me. I, I, <laughs> Look, this is different. What I see videos coming from Eric, I kind of, it, it's already precaution, not safe for work. <laughs> Look, this is from YouTube, not some of my other sites or part of my collection, okay? This is completely different this time, I promise. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, the views and opinions of the kickoff do not necessarily reflect those of the W2M network or any of its affiliates. Send all hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com. <laughs>
Oh, hell, just tweet me at TurkeyGlue822. I'll never read it, but <laughs> it'll make you feel important. All right, so we have our New Year's Six Crasher. We have our college football conference predictions. Let's get to the Heisman Trophy here. I think Jason and I have both made our predictions known for this, but let's establish them to be completely open and honest here. My prediction for the Heisman is the man that I mentioned during my Big Ten preview. My prediction for the Heisman represents the conference of the player who should have won it last year. Hashtag Saquon got screwed. Mm -hmm. My prediction for the Heisman Trophy winner is Trace McSorley, quarterback, Penn State. Oh, good. So ours don't align. I was nervous for a second. Jason, are you predicting who I think you're predicting to win the Heisman Trophy a certain quarterback down in Morgantown. You you would be correct. I am taking Will Greer out of West Virginia, who is the number one quarterback <laughs> in college football. Homer. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm Pat. a homer. I, I'm gonna have, it, it's going to be fun doing the NFC because I have a feeling you're going to go with the Giants going all the way. No, no, I, I'm a realist. Oh, you're a realist when it comes to the NFL? Not college football. <laughs> uh, college football is a lot more unpredictable. You you never know. You got... You, you got <laughs> oh, oh that, you that's, that, that's a joke. That's a good kids, one. That That's a good one, Jason. You, you got kids actually playing the game and not taking knees for the national anthem. But hey, that's my point of view. We've I don't care. Stated we're not touching that anymore. We said our piece about that last season. No need to beat a dead president. <laughs> I, I wasn't here last season. I wasn't here last season, so my thoughts and opinions can weigh in. But college football is a lot more exciting. You have a lot more diversity, per se. So, and you, you kind of expect an upset every now and then. That's what makes college football great. And not to mention in college football, and I think we've had this discussion many times about why some of us prefer college to the NFL. It's more about the name on the front of the jersey than the name on the back. Correct. I'll uh, agree on like that level, start. but the, the reason why I love NFL so much more than college is that there is not this inherent hierarchy where you know certain games do not matter no matter what. Tell that to every New York Jets fan every time they've played the Patriots and tell me how oh, that works out for no, you. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that certain teams are inherently better on the field every year, but on paper at least, every team has a legitimate chance. Whereas I would dare say at least 60% of the teams in college football, even if they were to go undefeated, they would not get in the quote-unquote playoffs. I agree with that, but, I mean, week in, week out, you have a chance of what Alcorn State did in the big house. Oh, yeah, of course, but those games games don't matter, unlike... Why did I say Alcorn State? Because you're thinking of Steve Air McNair, rest in peace. Damn it, you stole my thunder. (laughs) (laughs) I actually got to see McNair play live at the Ice Castle here in Youngstown. I got to see him 
I got to see I got to see these open casket pictures. Um, wow, that 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 drew nothing. Okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not touching I, that one. Nope. Yeah, I'm letting that one go. Just all right, but yeah, I mean, it's no, it's no. I'm taking I'm taking the reins back. I'm bringing us back on, putting us back on track. Yes, this will be the one and only time that I steer the show back in the right direction. <laughs> yes, I, I'm going with the number one quarterback out of Morgantown. Okay, it'll I, be fun. To, it'll be fun to compare stats between Greer and McSorley all season. Then we'll see how that works out for you, Jason. <laughs> well, you got to look too. Where, where, which conference is known for defense? All right, that's the a Big fair point, Ten. actually. The Big Ten? I mean, do you not remember the Baylor-West Virginia game that had a Madden score and a basketball score not long ago? But at Went the to same... football and a basketball. Went to football and a basketball game yeah. broke out. But at the same time, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would think that um, at least somewhat the uh, – the, uh, the, uh, voters for the Heisman would take that into consideration and kind of, uh, you know, uh, no, have a tur have a curve. When was the no. last time some? When was the last time somebody from the Big Twelve won the well Mayfield last year? I was say yeah. last year. Never mind. Yeah, never mind. I I stand corrected. All right, Brandon, you're up. Who's your prediction for the Heisman Trophy? My prediction for the Heisman. Uh, I know I don't have them making it to their conference championship game or anything like that, but I still think, especially after what happened a couple of years ago with McCaffrey, I think this year the voters pay a lot more attention to the Pac-12, and I, I think Bryce Love. an interesting pick. Wasn't he one of the three last year, too? Yes. I believe he was. I want to say it was Saquon, Love, and Baker, if I'm not mistaken. And oh, two of the three are gone. Oh, that was five years ago. Oh, never mind. All right, Eric, you wrap us up. Who's your prediction for the Heisman Trophy? Well, well you see, I was worried as we were trying to film the show the first time that I thought that you and I would indeed be on the same page, Harry. But there's one key thing. We're in the same conference. We're in the same division. We're at the same position, but we're not the same guy. I'm believing the hype machine very, very much and reading all the reports that I've seen. I personally think that, especially to save Harbaugh's job, one Shea Patterson will snatch the Heisman and bring it home to the University of Michigan. Uh, I can't even think about I don't even remember the last time a Michigan quarterback was relevant in the national picture. I mean, Denard Robinson, to an extent... But he was more known for his mobility than his passing skills. Uh, Never forget the look at the Kid at Ohio State. He was relevant not long ago. Uh, specifically referring to Michigan quarterbacks, though. Well, Michigan quarterbacks, I mean, 
Who's the guy in front of Brady? That's a damn good question. I don't... Oh, the, you mean the New York Yankees minor league baseball prospect? Yes. That guy? Yes, precisely. Yeah. Yes. Who also played for the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, he did for a little bit. Um, Eric, to your credit, I have the same thing I get every year in front of me as I'm doing this preview special. I've used the Phil Still College Football Magazine. This is the 2018 edition. I cannot recommend this magazine enough if you are a college football fan. Check out feelstill.com in order to order your copy of it. Hopefully you can get it ordered in time to get it to you before the season starts. Jam-packed with information about college football. And Phil now works for ESPN himself, so we'll be hearing a lot of his voice during the season. He has Shea Patterson listed as the second-best quarterback in the Big Ten. Behind Trace McSorley. <laughs> that, that's going to be a battle that you're really going to see. Who knows? When those two duke it out, that could be a game raging with Heisman talk. Just saying. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be an especially fun episode of the kickoff when that game goes down. Uh, Eric, set your your calendar, November 3rd. Oh, yes. I'll be in quite of a mood by that time of year, especially if things go a certain way with my job. Needless to say, be prepared because I hope to bring point of viewer back for what would arguably be the most expensive shenanigans I've ever gotten into. Stay tuned. Oh, God. Hashtag deep tease. Oh, boy. The views and opinions of Eric Watkins do not necessarily (laughs) heard the disclaimer. Moving on. All right, that brings us up to the main event of our college football episode as we have just hit the hour mark of this show. As we have gotten to our college football playoff predictions. Playoffs? Brandon, I already made that joke. You can't steal my line. Sit down and shut up, youngin. God, you're you're hateful tonight. I am. I'm grouchy. This is what happens when we don't get to record on a Wednesday like we normally do, Eric. You're a hey, old hey. man tonight, huh? Hey, 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 hey. I tried. My computer just hated me. It's all well and good if I need to watch porn, but when I'm doing something for... No! It decides, hey, nice try, bucko. Not tonight. Maybe that's the reason why. Hashtag Pornhub Lives Matter. <laughs> All right, Hashtag man. you'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> Dad, I'm over here. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> One of my favorite punchlines to a joke ever. All right, getting back to the show, getting back to the show, getting back to the playoff, getting back to the college football playoff specifically here. All right, Brandon, I know you're going to be the one that's the grumpiest about this, so I'm going to go ahead and let you go ahead and get, it, get that vitriol out of your system. Okay, fair enough. The quote-unquote playoffs. Playoffs? Yes. If, if I can't do it after you, you can't do it twice. Um, yeah, I'm the host. I disagree. The hell he so, wants. So, I'm the host. I disagree. So I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go in this in in two ways. I'm going to say what should happen if it was actually a fair system, and then what will what my real prediction will be. What should happen is it would be Alabama versus Washington, 
and Clemson versus Ohio State. What is really going to happen is we're going to get the same exact ish as we got last year. The same four? Yes, the same four. Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson? Yep. Who's your national champion? Alabama, again, of course. Jason? Uh, I'm going to go with, I don't know. Let's see here. I want to take, I'm going to put the Badgers in there. Uh, you know what? The hell with it. We're, we're going to go Homer all the way. We're going to go. My final four is going to be West Virginia, the Badgers, or Wisconsin. Well, they are the only yeah, Badgers yeah, in the FCS. Yeah, yeah. so. Well, I was doing for dramatic effect, okay? So <laughs> shut your pie hole. <laughs> I missed you too, Jason. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, with with the Huskies uh, out there from Washington. And I want to say screw. No, I, you know what? I'm going to say yeah. I want to say screw the SEC, and I'm going to take the Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> oh my God, you're mm-hmm. delusional, bro. Oh bro. There is no chance in hell. That there is not going to be an SEC team in the national champ in the playoffs. Hey, 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 listen, listen. I, I don't want to. I want to be outside the box. You know, <laughs> well, you can't be wrong because you give your whole spiel about well, playoff ish, playoff, play, but yet you did not have the cojones. Because when I it. tried that last year, I got shot down. So well, you know, okay, let me last year. I'm on the show now. I helped make the rules, and we're going through this bitch. Well, let me let me state for the record that you didn't just think outside the box. You just put the box in a goddamn shredder. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just, just, I, just, Jesus, I'm with bro, I love you, but um, yeah. Uh, I, I, that's why I didn't make the cream pie joke when I had the chance. But no, 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 no. Right. Um, home. For this instance, I'm going to 100% agree with Brandon. There is no chance that the SEC champion is left out of a college football playoff. <sighs> All right, Eric, give me your four. Give me your national. Oh, wait, Brandon, uh, not Brandon. Jason, I need a national champion from you. We're going to go. I'm going to go with the Washington Huskies. I just, I just don't care. This is the college. This is the college football playoff equivalent of eh, get. Yeah. Eric. Oh, I, honestly, I'm going to go kind of the opposite end. As much as I love Washington. I really think they're going to be held back, and they would be the one team I would have out. Wisconsin, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma. Saban gets another ring, breaks the record, yada, 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 flying Hawaiian, yada, 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 Bama. Yada, 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 skin graft to the ball sack, yada, 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 country roads, yada, yada, yada. 
Let, let me just say one thing to, to, to both of you. Now, at least Eric's was a little bit more legitimate, um, but I have no... Especially after the the just awful, awful end of last season. I have no faith in college football anymore. Um, yes, I know they lost in the in the Big Ten championship game. But even if they had won, and I wish I wish I would have seen it just to prove you guys right. But even if they had won, I don't think Wisconsin would have gotten in. I there's a part of me that's going to agree with you. And I will say that you're right because Wisconsin isn't a big enough brand. Exactly. It's all about the money. They don't care about competition. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Exactly. The the national the, the NC or the college football playoff is a farce. Yeah, I mean, in, in its current form, and that's why I seem to the particular, because believe me, I've been seeing some YouTube videos about, you know, hypothetical scenarios and things like that. The one that I sent in chat is the one that I would actually love to see happen. But the reason why I really would have put them in is because, again, they would go with a Big Ten brand like a Michigan, like a Penn State, like an Ohio State, but... It's either go with those brands, which they're going to have one and maybe in some cases multiple losses, or at least pretend to have an air of legitimacy and have a team that can maybe not run the table, but maybe they could in Wisconsin because you've got a precedent of having teams like that in there too, for the most part. Just based on the rankings, and obviously because they lost, we didn't get the opportunity to have that happen. Just based on the mm-hmm. rankings prior to the conference championship games, and remember, Wisconsin was still undefeated at the time, whereas Ohio yes. State was not, yet Ohio right. State was still the team that was being put in the national championship, or in the uh, playoffs at that time. Oh, Yeah. So and I, I think that, even I, if Wisconsin won, they would have figured out some sort of excuse of strength of schedule or, you know, whatever BS they wanted to come up with to not have them in. It would even if that's And the same case, with your would, same with your beloved Miami, by the way. Oh, oh I do. You know I'm right. Yes, yes, but you have to make me say it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I hate it too, because my dad went to Wisconsin. I hate saying this. God, I still have a bitter taste in my mouth. <laughs> Thankfully, I have that spiked Arnold Palmer in the refrigerator. But <laughs> if that's the case, then it's going to be a very interesting dilemma as far as who they would put in if it's down to either Wisconsin or Washington. Okay, hold on. First of all, can you guys hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay, because I've been trying to talk for a little bit here, and I think my my connection was bad. All right. In regards to the whole Wisconsin situation from last year, Wisconsin was below Ohio State because Ohio State's one loss was to an Oklahoma team that was qualified up until that point. Mm-hmm. 
Wisconsin had played literally nobody of value in their schedule. That being said, if Wisconsin would have beaten Ohio State last year in the Big Ten title game, Wisconsin was in regardless. Second of all, it's going to happen to one of the big four conferences again this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be it's going to be the Pac-12 once again. It's going to be Washington that gets screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's mm-hmm. going to be Oklahoma, Penn State, Florida State, and Auburn as your final four this year. Wow. Well, again, we're going off of your predictions for your Power Five champions, and you know four of those Power Five are going to make it. So that basically, like my, how I align it, just with different teams. Sorry, but you're right. They don't have a whole lot of love for the Pac-12 in those times. Like when Washington got into the playoff, they didn't do themselves any favors. So they're going to look at that and say, ah, sorry, Huskies. Go to some other big NY6 game. Washington didn't do it. Washington didn't do the Pac-12 any favors in general, getting blown out by Clemson last year, or not by Clemson, by Georgia, by Georgia last year. So that gives me my prediction for the national champion. I want to be a homer here, really, really, really badly. But I said before that I feel the best football in college football is played in the SEC which means the most battle-tested of these four teams, it's going to be the Auburn Tigers. They are my national champions. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> Do you really expect the, uh, the committee to leave out uh, their cash cow, though? I just wanted to think outside the box, and I hate the ACC. No, I'm talking to uh, to Harry now. He's referring to me not having Alabama in my final. Four. Yes, I think because Alabama. I think there's Alabama, a reason Alabama's not going to be there. They're going to be in a horrific bus crash. Saban's going to get his get sins due and have need to have skin grafts. We've already discussed this, Brandon. Fair enough. Alabama's going, Alabama's going to lose multiple games this year. When you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Which is why Jalen Hurts should transfer to Miami, so that way two teams will have a quarterback. <laughs> Done. You, I, I, I have to agree. I think that's going to be Alabama's problem. They're not going to be able to have a get a good rhythm with one quarterback. They're going to be playing the the who uh, the quote unquote hot hand quarterback week to week, and I think that's going to be a a huge issue for them. Whereas you have the returning le- one of the returning leaders in passing in the SEC in Jarrett Stidham leading Auburn, an Auburn team that has beaten Alabama two out of the last three times they've played. Consistency is key to what Jason was just saying there. Regardless of the hot hand, and don't get me wrong, I, as much as I may dislike the guy, there's no arguing that Nick Saban might be the best coach in college football history. But even I think that the situation that has presented itself in Alabama is an untenable one because he's going to have to choose between Hurts and Tua on a weekly basis. 
And regardless of trying to play the hot hand, eventually you're going to pick the wrong quarterback against the wrong defense, and it's going to show. Mm-hmm. And how can you have a, a, a get a good, solid repertoire between quarterback and receiver if you're constantly rotating? Just you can't. And not to mention Alabama lost their star wide receiver. So the one wide receiver that would have been able to make it possible there is Calvin Ridley. And he's gone a second round draft pick. Which should have been a first, but Dallas screwed that up. Hey, you'd be glad that he didn't go to Dallas in the first (laughs) Can't really. I mean, they got rid of Dez. They needed a wide receiver once. There's two, uh, there's three on the board. Eh. We'll we'll just say, yeah, Cowboys will be Cowboys. Jason, this feels like an opportune time for you to plug something, so go ahead and do so. All right, well, as of 9 a.m. tomorrow, you can catch me over on Source Material Podcast with my former co-host that I actually got my hosting start with, uh, Mr. Jesse Starcher, where we cover the... Threat level red and go down swinging arcs of the Spider-Man comics where Carnage and the Green Goblin become one. So you can catch that over on the Radley Jim Broadcasting Network source material podcast as of 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. Outside of that, at some point, me and Brandon's going to start recording fantasy football to the max and talk our love of Saquon Barkley and the New York football giant. <laughs> And disguise it as a fantasy football podcast. <laughs> Ain't that the goddamn truth? <laughs> Brandon, you got a bunch of stuff to plug here on the W2M Network. Go ahead and hit it. Okay. Um, yeah, tomorrow, but I still have to figure out what's going on, but uh, me and someone will hopefully bring back the uh, Raw Review. Uh, then on Tuesday night, Harry and I will be covering SmackDown Live and 205 Live. Uh, Harry and I will also be covering NXT on either Wednesday night or Thursday. And um, I don't know, are we doing anything for uh, next weekend? Uh, I can tell you right now that I won't be available oh, for either okay. show. So, I have an RAPW show on Saturday night, so I'm watching NXT on a delay. And I watch SummerSlam with the same group of friends. I watch all of the big pay-per-views with. I won't get home until far too late. Okay, so probably no uh, no reviews for TakeOver and SummerSlam, but be sure to stay tuned in case things change. We'll figure something out, I guess. Uh, Eric. Ah, yes. Now you are getting into the era of the dulcet tones at Squid Sportshead on Twitter. Trying to figure out what to do as far as soccer to the max. That, yeah, slacking, scheduling, Rachel with her big girl job, etc., etc. It's been chaos. But we're also organizing Football to the max, so expect that to be returning prior to the start of the NFL season. And that's the main two for now. I'm keeping point of viewer as a deep tease. Eventually it'll return. We're just not sure when eventually is. Exactly. Now, granted, if I had remembered to do a podcast 
a couple of Saturday nights ago when a very powerful cookie somehow found its way into my system. God, that was just a missed opportunity. (laughs) I was talking full-on brain tingle at that point, wondering if everything was a dream. Damn it, I still kick myself for missing that. All right, so Brandon mentioned that we have the SmackDown Live and the NXT and the 205 Live reviews. What he failed to mention is that we have been discussing it, and we will probably be covering the Mae Young Classic as well here on the WTOM Network because it'll air uh, immediately following. Hey, there's Brandon. (laughs) It'll air immediately following the NXT review on the WTOM Network as well, similar to how we record SmackDown and 205 Live back-to-back. What Brandon did not mention is how the war was won, our look back at the Monday Night Wars between WCW and the WWF. That is because, effective immediately with the return of the kickoff, how the war was won is placed on indefinite hiatus until after football season, so that way we're not killing ourselves by trying to do seven podcasts in a week. Yeah, no thank you. Pass. For sure. Pass. Hard pass at that. Yes. Gentlemen, it is good to be back. Indeed. <sighs> and I look forward I hate all you mother humpers. <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to hating all of you mother humpers even more on Wednesday when we do our NFC our AFC preview. I even got the conference call from <laughs> so mother humpers. You you two are gonna have a fun season again. You and Eric. You, you oh. know what? Actually, I meant to talk to Eric about that. I meant to send you a picture. Uh, I was in Barnes & Noble today. Uh-huh. And one of the NFL preview magazines actually has a quintet of Jaguars on its cover. I'm not ashamed of that, especially with those sweet, clean New Jerseys. So I was almost tempted to pick up a copy and then see if you might be interested in finding a way to purchase it at the end of the season as a memento. Yes, please. I'm probably going to yeah, need because that's, that's the only time you're going to see Jags on the cover. Of <laughs> exactly. That'll be like, yeah, remember when I was much less optimistic about this season than everyone else? Look who was right. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll take a look. I'll take a look into pulling that off for you next time I head up to Barnes & Noble. But uh, anyway, don't, yeah. Don't expect it to get it within three months. <laughs> hey, as, as soon as your house is set up, and, as soon as your I told you before, as soon as your house is set up and good to go, when I have an address to send it to, you'll get your Cubs book. Anyway, the AFC is next Wednesday. The NFC is the Wednesday after that. The last week of preseason, we do our playoff playoffs predictions and our NFL year end awards. Jason Teasley. No. Eric Hawkins. <laughs> Brandon Biscabing. Hey, hey, hey. I'm I'm Harry Broadhurst. You have been listening to the kickoff here on the W2M network. Available online at W2Mnet.com. And guess what, guys? We're on Spotify now. Woohoo! Spotify. Yeah. Here. And guess who I get to see September 15th? Bro, make that happen if I can't make it to that show. 
Make it happen. <laughs> I'm sure it's coming. Good to be back, everybody. We'll catch you next with our AFC conference preview and our divisional breakdown with predictions. Can't wait to see how wrong we are on this one, too. <laughs> That's next Wednesday here on the kickoff on the W2M Network. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Have a good night.